live welcome everyone to the separated at birth podcast episode number six i am your host roman wins the motherfucking samurai joined as always <laughs> by my partner the full measure how the hell are you my friend is it too soon for the jokes is it, isn't it more like samurai <laughs> Samurai, uh, listen, we're gonna we're gonna get to that later in the show. What's up, baby? It's fucking hey. good seeing you. It's good here being with the people. It's good doing another podcast. And thanks for that great introduction. I've been really excited to speak to you about stuff. Uh, we got some good topics to cover. I really do appreciate this time that I get to spend with you and with the people. Um, it amazes me that, and it's probably because we have such a healthy selection of hobbies that there's always some really good stuff to talk about and i i i often start thinking it around like thursday friday i'm like mm, i gotta gotta get my list ready and then by the time i get to sunday i'm like jesus christ i got too much stuff on my list it's like a big <laughs> problem so it is a bit of an issue but uh it's great to be here man it's good to see you how was your weekend uh i oh. think you did everything the same on your weekend that i did on mine but tell me how it was uh... and i'll let you know well, uh, if uh, sitting in front of my computer screen, playing the fuck out of Elden Ring and drinking adult beverages. And uh, well, I think we slightly differed. I think I cried a little bit more this weekend than you did. I but did we'll too. I that. cried out of joy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that later in the show. But first, I just want to thank everybody for joining us today. This is a Separated at Birth podcast, and you can be a part of the show at any time by either watching the video, what you're doing, liking the video, commenting during the like during the live video burr, 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 burr. <laughs> or you know you could use the Streamlabs button in the description you can support any way that you can and have your comments or questions asked live on air but if you can't support that way you can always email the show which is in this description of this channel email the show suggest the topic and we will use it for the next episode but before we begin I really wanted to say something to the audience there's a lot going on in the world today and end of the week and going on internationally. This is an international show. I am in America. My partner is in Denmark. We don't, you know, this is a world that has come together in this modern age without borders. And to see something like what is happening in the world today, it, it, we're not going to get into it in this show. But if you can, if you take time out of your day just to leave that aside, spend a few moments and have some enjoyment with us talking about the things that we all love. I mean, that's what the power of a show can be. That's what the power of a community can be. Uh, without getting too much into it personally, this is a, has impacted my life. Um, but being with you all, being with my partner, brings me so much joy that we could take some time out and share it together. So I just wanted to thank you, Full Measure. I wanted to thank the people. Uh, and I hope that you guys can get a little brief respite from the troubles of the world and enjoy it with us. Talk about the things we like. Take out your swords. Oh. Don't hit your glass. <laughs> Dude, is it is it your turn to have a spill incident? Is that what you're telling me? Is that what I you're telling get, me? But we're safe. I'm just gonna drink it right now. So we Bro, don't I don't worry. I don't even want to fucking away say for it. A moment. I don't even want to say it and fucking jinx you because then I just put all that bad karma back on me again. But yeah, I I can first of all absolutely just uh, um you know uh, repeat or at the very least agree with everything that you said i do also just want to add on to that that guys everybody that has been supporting the podcast your support has not gone unnoticed we've hit certain milestones on youtube like watch hours and things like that we're doing very very well so that's fantastic and that's of course 
you guys that are doing that we've got fuck all to do with that that is all you doing that for us so i really do appreciate the support and i mean that's just a little bolt on that i want to add on to that but um i think for for uh, to, to sort of start us off and i mean i've got like a bevy of stuff that i want to talk about but i want to cover one thing that we haven't yet spoken about in terms of content or something for the show but it's something that i know that you're a fan of as well and i'm certainly a fan of it and kind of like very exciting this weekend is a good ufc uh match Ooh. on so of course uh covington versus masvidal which is this you know i, I mean street jesus some some could say it's a little bit of a doctored drama situation you know two best friends turn on each other and it's this and that and the whole fuck like i mean if you prescribe to the whole like you know that that there has to be a wwe storyline behind every fight then yeah but but the bottom line is these two guys are two fighters that i if you take all of the the characters and you know all of that out of the way they're fantastic fighters they're very enter entertaining to watch masvidal of course just putting the fucking sleep on people and covington having this gas tank that's as big as a fucking swimming pool so i mean he, <laughs> he doesn't stop so it is going it's a weird thing right where we're like i it's either gonna be the way that i fear about this right because i'm actually gonna go out and wander into the nights of Ooh. copenhagen to go watch this at like three in the morning at a pub somewhere right and so i i i always fear with these fights that it's actually like a flash in the pan you know like it's like like nothing like somebody gets knocked out in like you know the first 40 seconds which is cool it's cool or it's just like this, you know, grueling affair, five rounds. Nobody really makes any moves on each other, anything like that. I don't know. It could go either way. Happen. What do you think? So two things I want from you. I want to know what do you think? Like, first of all, like, how do you think it's going to turn out? And then I actually want, I kind of know who you're going to back, but I need to know who, who your favorite is for that. Well, I don't know if you know who I'm going to back, but uh, <laughs> I have a history with both of these guys. Uh, I have a history with American Top Team in Florida. Um... It, it, it's a very sad situation because uh, both were fighters that were very uh, excellent up-and-coming fighters, but not getting paid. All yes. right, They were not getting paid well. And both of them decided very differently uh, to take on a gimmick, All right, take on a That's persona. Because right. they, they had to. They had to. They had to get noticed. Yeah. And Masvidal went to the keep it real, street Jesus, like just go after what is kind of in him already like you know mm. i mean he grew up bare knuckle fighting in the streets of miami i mean he started on kimbo slife's underground fighting thing but like it Colby certainly Covington, fits his personality more and his turning point was this uh, reality show that he went and did and where he got to get a lot of self-reflection done and all of that but it didn't really change his persona so much where i exactly understand what you're saying because then of course uh, you know covington assumes this douchebag persona which in reality apparently he's not like that at all he's apparently quite a level-headed like dude that. oh he wasn't oh, like that. oh so the the myth has so become the man now it's a thing in uh so he took a he took a lot of cues from what was getting chael sonnen famous sure he and started slating and connor brazilian i guess right people this is before connor started slating the brazilian people started becoming a pro wrestling gimmick cutting mm. what are called promos in the cage 
Colby Covington started doing that. Yeah, the Connor thing where he just became this magnanimous character also was an influence, but he really took the pro wrestling gimmick. Sure. And then there, there's a thing in pro wrestling called believing your own gimmick and then what becomes sure. a shoot. That's, what it, that's pro wrestling talk. He started really amongst his friends like, oh, being see, that gimmick 24-7. And Doll is the epitome of keep it real, homie. Yeah, so and it's literally it, the, two, the two sides of the coin clashing against each other, basically. And so it's going to be, a, they, there are real feelings here, and this is going to be a real uh, fight. And I'm super, super excited for it. Uh, both guys are too technical uh, for it to be a, 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 a kind of like where they're so cautious of each other that they're going to stalemate. They've trained and fought each other hundreds of times already. That's right. So they already know what the other is going to do going into it. Um, it will tell a lot what goes on in those closed gym sessions if Colby immediately goes to the wrestling. If he stands and bangs with him immediately, then that means he does not fear Masvidal, and that means somebody's going to sleep. So it's a very high-level fight of the mind that's going to go on, and I'm super excited for it. And if anybody has a mild inkling in the, in mixed martial arts and UFC, I really suggest you go check out this fight. It's going to be great. Well, shit. I mean, I, I didn't... I, I, okay, wait, wait, hold on. You didn't say who you got, who you got to win. I, I gave it away. <laughs> Yeah, it's Masvidal, right? If if Colby Covington stands in trades with him, I think he smokes Masvidal. Oh, hold on, if hold he, on, hold on, hold on. You're saying if Colby fucking trades paint with him, then he fucking, like, he takes Masvidal out? That will show that he's not afraid to to fight him at any wow. level. Wow, okay. Yeah. Well, well. so here's the thing. I understand now why you said that. Okay, so no, but hold on, hold on. Let's, let's fucking, because you're fucking around now. Like, who do you want to win? I want Masvidal to win all okay. day, every day. Okay, because I had you on Masvidal, right? Because he just, yeah. it's, he's like the, I mean, he's also like, he has the really cool catchphrases and stuff, and he just seems like a really cool cat too. He, he probably is this really just laid back, you know, fucking, you know, Miami dude when you when you meet him in real life. But you're, you're not supposed to talk about closed gym sessions, so I'll just say this. There's been hundreds of closed gym sessions between the two, and uh, Colby's won way more than he's lost. That's the see because that's the thing. I think as a fighter, again, if you take all the gimmicks and everything like that out of the fucking picture, right? Colby is just he just he just stacks up better. Like if you were you if you had the if you had the UFC game right and you had the fucking stuff coming in from the sides and like stats and this guy does this, da, 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 I just feel like Colby gets the better stat card. Because he just his his again, I I I I mentioned gas tank because it's a fucking thing. That's point number one. And point number two, dude, that guy stood up against Kamaru with a fucking broken jaw for two rounds, dude. And he let Kamaru hit him in the jaw repeatedly, bro. And he just mm -hmm. ate it. He ate those shots and he grinded his way through. That shows, like, you know, determination. That's all I'm going to uh, say. For the, and for the people at home, um, and I know this is a new podcast, this is a new channel, and you're getting to know your two hosts. I'm not just some guy who's talking out of pocket. I used to be a freelance writer for mixed martial arts in the early days, in the early 2000s. I was a contributor to websites such as MMA Junkie, uh, MMA Weekly, uh, which have now been taking, and then Craze Entertainment took over and that got rolled into some of the ESPN coverage. Um, so yeah, I'm not just talking out of my ass. <laughs> okay, and, and, and so here's the thing. I am just talking out of my ass because I am just an armchair cynic, a guy that enjoys just watching it. I have no professional background in fighting or anything like that and i'm literally just all of my knowledge is just from actually eating up 
a lot of the stuff that comes from those sites that you mentioned but that was primarily the reason why i wanted to have this conversation with you because it's always like for me like this is you know this is really the way how this stuff goes where you in a way like a layman speaks to someone that's a bit more in the know and then both walk away with two different pers you know you know uh perspectives so so yeah but i mean i i i kind of feel the same way uh the business side of me says um says covington will take it the the stats side of me but the heart side of me wants must be ultimate because he's just you know i mean he's gonna have some funny shit to say if he smokes him it's gonna be fucking hilarious and Hell then yeah. and then he gets he gets another shot at kamaru so yeah he does uh and if kobe wins i don't believe he gets another shot at kamaru i think it, they're gonna have to like do a scramble to see who gets another fight well they both had so. two they both have had two, but you can sell Masvidal more than you can sell Covington. Covington needs some. Yeah, that big, yeah, that hatred is run out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That because rate, his, yeah. His, his gimmick is wearing on people. It is so, true. Uh, it is very true. Yeah. That is very true. Okay, but, so I mean that that's so yeah. I mean, guys, we're not just we're not just games and fucking geek culture over here. Apparently, with some bro down ho down motherfuckers as well that like fighting. But um, but that's of course something that when I uh, when I do manage to crawl my way over to the states, then you know Rome's gonna take me out to one of these fights. I We're can gonna see go for reals, and it's gonna be awesome. Um, speaking about for you know going from I guess uh, you know like you mentioned the gimmick just now, let's starting to wear thin to something that I didn't know was gonna be that much of a like like it was gonna interest me as much as it does right now is the fucking Steam Deck, dog. Dude, you want to talk about a console that was built as a gimmick? I went into this thing, the the the, the Steam Deck. I'm a I love modding, right? Mm. I love I, I I have a retrocade. I have a lot of like main boxes. I have you know if people are into fighting games, there was an old engine called Mugen where mm -hmm. you can take every character from every fighting game and mash them together and actually play it. And that was like a, how a lot of us in the fighting game community could play fighting games in japan that were never released so i looked at the steam deck as man it's going to be an amazing mobile mod device that i can take i have like a little pocket pc with me and play some games um which would be a step above like a stadia or a streaming thing but this thing and what it's able to put out and what people are saying about it this sounds way more than that i mean there yeah. are people that are emulating like playstation games on there like people are like playing like are taking the you know horizon game and god of war and playing it on the go with yeah. the full pc uh specs what are your thoughts on it like where did you come into it i've you already said you kind of looked at it as a gimmick <laughs> how are you feeling about it now okay so mine is due to arrive here in two weeks oh really oh yes. you fucker now i, I mean now it the day it came out if you if available. you said that to me like uh, a month ago i would have said fucking cool roman that sounds fucking great uh, i'm gonna go get a sixer i don't really give a fuck about that but um so see my issue with handouts is i like the idea of a handheld i i like this whole idea of which handheld yes I, <laughs> both those uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. The stranger is also good, but but no. So so I mean, like the 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 these the, the idea of you know going on trips and and I mean I I went from you know like earlier in my career having a lot of like long distance flights and stuff like that. So I was perf I was like the right fucking guy for a handheld, right? I'm a gamer, you know all that. Uh, my issue is that I 
inevitably i find some kind of problem with the controls so that i don't mm. find them too ergonomic like i don't have necessarily super big hands or super small they're kind of like fucked up in the middle somewhere right and so my issue is that i i often feel that that i i actually like my hands get tired and i know that if you play it longer and over longer stretches then you'll shit you know get used to it whatever you tough it out whatever but it's just i've always found more reasons to once i actually have it in my fucking hand and i've spent the hard-earned money to buy it to have issues with it to ha not hate it necessarily but to be like ugh, i don't really you know I, I like you know like and and i have a fucking roster of games on the the switch which i luigi's mansion which is a fantastic fucking game right which i've probably put like seven minutes into breath of the fucking wild dude which to this day i have not finished and mm. that's why it was on my top list because i'm like at one day i'll get knocked on an island somewhere and i'll have a power pack and i can play this shit and i can actually finish it one day but the bottom line is that as a as a a handheld i always like the idea of them but then once i actually get them in my hands then they end up gathering dust on a shelf somewhere now I don't know. It's difficult for me to say right now if it's just the hype of the Steam Deck that's grabbed me now again because it's entirely possible. It's really, it's entirely possible. However, I have this whole issue with, with like Steam games. Like sometimes I get lost in an indie game for like fucking hours, dude. Just random indie games. It's a big thing for me. I have like a whole bunch of them right now that I'm playing that I want to bring to the channel and stuff like that. But the bottom line is, is it's it's a different ball game now because I don't have to go, you know, like 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 crawling my way through a Nintendo store that I'm not familiar with and you know Google like you know which game should I be playing? Or, you know which games will blow my mind on the Switch? This shit is on fucking Steam. It's all the games you have already. My God, I mean the the just just. You don't even have to buy a single game. You can just take the stuff that's already there. And then I don't know if you saw, dude, but IGN showed off this um, this Valve like little mini game that ships with the console. Uh, the demo came out today, and it's basically like it's it's in the Portal universe, and it's like this puzzle solver and oh, the. Wow. And the console, the the Steam Deck, has got all this functionality built into it. That some of the puzzles, th this sounds crazy, and I'm a, I'm a forty fucking one year old man, and and this this sounds like a kid's toy. But like you have to shake it, and you have to do weird things, everything like that. The the whole the the the, the console does weird shit with it. It's it's on. If anybody knows, I can't even remember the name of the thing right now. But it's on IGN. It's 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 such a little tech demo, but it's in the Valve universe. It's got the robots in it, everything like that. And I was immediately, I'm like, like, oh my god, dude, I probably need to get this. So I paid my four euros. And I reserved it. So I'll probably get it somewhere near the end of Q2. But I can't help but say I'm excited for it, man. I really can't. No, I'm super pumped up for it. My situation was similar to yours. I traveled before COVID. I traveled a ton. I was constantly on a plane. Um, and handhelds, I have really big hands. I don't know if the, the cameras don't really do it justice. But I, I have my hands, I have the same size hands as uh, high-level basketball players. My hand is the same size as LeBron James. Like, uh, they're just, I, I get finger cramps. So as holding... long as it's the only thing that's the size of LeBron James. Unfortunately, I'm all potatoes, no steak. But uh, <laughs> I get finger cramps. My favorite console was the Vita. Uh, and like, even that, just ergonomically, I would get finger cramps. And it would just be a big uh, thing for me. I would press on because I traveled a bunch and I liked having hands. But the Vita was fucking dog shit with the grips, bro. That was really not nice. You calm down. But uh, I love the Vita. Best handheld console ever made. But uh, I have a it problem was made with for the children, bro. I have a problem with the with baby hands, with the yeah, small penises. Like, but uh, 
<laughs> Velociraptor heads. But I had a problem with the Switch just because you'll have one or two games and then it's like, even to this day, I have a Switch, but like I only wanted to play Breath of the Wild and Super Smash Brothers. There's no re nothing really, or whatever mainline Mario comes out. Sure. With this and having access to my entire Steam Deck, all those little indie games that like you'd never, that you you could just try out on the toilet, you know, just yeah, sit yeah, down yeah. And, and play, or you could take them with you when oh, you travel. Oh, the bottom line is you can be somewhere and do your fucking Lost Ark dailies. Exactly. You could do your dailies for uh, MMO. That's a that's a. Damn, that's a good idea. And they 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 are they acknowledge what they don't want to take away audience, right? They're no. letting you flash the OS. They're letting you do with it and go nuts with Which it. Which is a whatever big fucking deal. Want, that's a big right? deal, dude. And 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 so it's like Steam has all the money in the world, right? Valve has all the money in the world. They're like, take this, do with it what you want. But if you also, here's what our bread and butter is gonna be, here's what we want you to do with it. But that's I, I that's just, that's I, guys that are so confident in in just this. I mean, like, dude, if they sell a hundred of these, right, and two of them gets modded, I think that's gonna be a lot because most people just they just like, holy shit, I can access my whole fucking Steam library. Like, like, n mostly fucking no one thinks about like, Jesus, I'm gonna mod the shit out of this. That's a you know, that's a very specialized thing. So they know that even if they lose like you know two or five units to a hundred to some modern guy that fucking bricks it or does weird shit with it or loads i don't know mac os on it because he's a fucking psychopath or whatever the point is the, the their bread and butter is this years and years and years and years worth of library dude do you know how big do you know how big steam's level system and cards and all that shit is to like a like the the, the general steam community you know, like the trading cards and the fucking yeah, achievements I, and all that shit. I've never paid any attention Me to neither. it, but apparently it's massive. Correct. Like, and so like now you can carry thing. that around with you. Yeah, to me, it just was like this thing. I never knew about it, but there's a whole subculture for for the trading cards and all those little accoutrements. Like, it's a big deal. Uh, but there's a thing with this thing, like with the Steam Deck. Games journalism sucks, right? It, it fucking blows, all right? It, it, it gets my goat really hard because it's very uh, trendy and homogenized, and they all follow echo the chamber, same. Baby. Yeah, echo, echo chamber, baby. Echo chamber. That's the best way to put it. It's an echo chamber. And when they wanted to kill Stadia, they united and killed Stadia. They went into this saying it's going to be a gimmick, but everyone's coming out and talking about how good it is. That at least lets you know that bias aside, this thing may be a hit. And uh, it's gotten me super excited. And that echo chamber biasy is uh, something that I want to get into because we're going to review two games or discuss them in this in this episode. And I, I really want to you know challenge you on on some of these conceptions when we get to that part later no, 100%. But steam, steam deck has me very excited okay cool so steam deck gets two thumbs up from you two two meaty oh. hands up from you <laughs> thumbs and a katana <laughs> okay <laughs> okay so fantastic then i mean i i i i'm dude i'm, I'm just segueing into shit daddy um go. going into you got, something you got else the, you got the handles today baby <laughs> Going into something else that is also fucking getting people all hot and bothered is motherfucking Batman. And as our resident DC, like, like I know you love Marvel as much as I do, supposedly. But, Allegedly. But if, if as separated at birth and as two bros from different hoes, right? We we would have to say which one favors one more. Then I think it's safe to say I lean more towards Marvel and you lean more towards DC. 
Correct. Um, so I think, and 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 I I know that that Batman isn't your, I mean your 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 first pick, your favorite, your favorite favorite favorite, but Batman is very close to both of us because I think that at least in the past when we've spoken about the character, it's certainly a character that has been represented by many different actors and have been, uh, you know, has been in many different movies. Some of them being very serious like the Nolan movies and some of them being a little bit more, you know, campy, you know, like like the 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 outfits that we saw with Batman and Batman Returns to a degree. The Schumacher films. Yeah, okay, and then I mean Batman and Robin and shit, I don't even want to fucking think about that. But the point is this movie, all right, seems to and 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 this if anything this shows someone uh when it's the director, the writer of all of them combined anything like that but fully embracing the fact that you need to probably in a way reinvent the wheel here and go for something different uh, because we get a new batman movie every at least one every five fucking years right yeah um, sometimes more the point is that that there's been so much said about this character um it's very much like the conversation we had recently about spider-man where where i i believe we spoke about the fact that that you know with the marvel iteration of spider-man that we have right now they haven't really ever done uncle ben's death and it's because uncle ben's death has been done to fucking death um and so the point is that with this batman um you know you you can either you can either fucking take the formula that's already there you can take what nolan and then put on the fucking screen you can take what came from um schumacher and them um and try to make it better or you can do your own thing and it definitely seems like this movie is doing its own thing now i'm very cognizant of things like spoilers and stuff like that um not that i know any spoilers but i know some people uh might want to go into this thing completely fucking dark and so i've tried to do that but you know it's as hard as you know it's one of it the is. hardest things because people you, you could you could literally not go to the sites but people will just assault you with the information but the bottom line is this movie seems to be deeply, deeply psychological. It seems to be almost a horror of sorts. Um, and I cannot tell you how excited that makes me. Just hearing that, just hearing that makes me super excited because if you attach emotions to characters, fear is definitely an emotion that you attach to Batman. It's what his entire mythos is based on. And many people don't understand that. They think it's a rich fucking guy with gadgets and shit, but Batman inspires fear in people. People are scared of him. They're not scared of getting hit in the fucking face of the Batarang. So, yeah. yeah. So, Batman... Um, Tell me, I mean, on an excitement level, one to ten, first of all, where, oh, where, do, I, where 50, do I put you? 50. Okay, fifty. Batman. And <laughs> that's, a, that's, Batman a, that's a good number right there. <laughs> Batman is a one B for me. All right, Captain America's one A. Batman is one B, and it always has been that way. Batman, when he's a detective, uh, he's the world's greatest detective, and it's a film noir genre. When Batman is any time with Superman, it's man versus God. Um, and it's just, it's a character that no matter what the medium you put him in, it expresses the human in us all and us, what we believe we could be capable of doing at our best, despite all of the worst that may have happened to us. So it means so much to me as a character. Um, the world, the uh, critic review, the critic screenings were out last week, so they've been sitting on it. The embargo lifted today at uh, three hours ago. Now, by the way, guys, watch out for spoilers. People are going yes. fucking stupid on the internet, so just the, stay away from things like Reddit and shit like that. The worldwide premiere is today. The fan screenings are tomorrow, 
and then the general release will be this Thursday. Speaking of which, you have you have a screening tomorrow. I, I have believe. a screening tomorrow. Yes, okay. I do. Um, which I'm super excited for. But uh, speaking of spoilers and what you say, uh, spoiler culture is a big deal. Um, I, I'm not afraid of spoilers, typically. Um, if there's a movie that I'm super interested in, I will actually seek the spoilers out. It doesn't ruin the experience for me. I still can compartmentalize and be excited when I see something for the first time on screen. Um, but for this, uh, I don't I, I don't want to see anything. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Mm. Uh, the reviews are pouring in. Uh, I just want to. I just want to take this one from Variety. All right, Variety okay. gave this a hundred, perfect hundred on Metacritic. Oh shit! Okay? Yes, this grounded, frequently brutal, and nearly three-hour film noir registers among the best of the genre, even if, or more aptly, because what makes the film so great is its willingness to dismantle and interrogate the very concept of superheroes. It is seven meets Jigsaw meets. I fucking you know Batman's greatest Zodiac, detective baby. work. I'm I'm super super excited. No, but people are comparing Riddler to Jigsaw, so apparently there's gonna be some like some torture murder in this, John. Yeah, so, they actually. Uh, so 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 if I can add, if I can add something onto that, Paul Dano, of course, who plays who plays Riddler. So first of all, I I like the prisoners. Oh. Yeah, I like the idea of oh my God, dude, I watched it last night just to like get me you know get me nice and oiled for this. But the thing is, right? If if you if you want to get me hot and bothered, you take a fucking B-grade villain and you elevate him. You yes. take someone that the previous fucking time when like the average fucking dude off the street that 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 you know. Let me just because I'm yelling at you. I think the average dude off the street that you say Riddler, they think Jim Carrey. And as much as I love Jim Carrey, I fucking love Jim Carrey. That was terrible, Riddler. <laughs> But it was supposed to be. It was supposed no, to be no, no, no. I, no, I fucking get that. I get that. I, I get it. I get it. I, I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, slanting those the movies, man. Those movies hold a special place in my heart. They are okay. peak. Yeah, yeah. They peak hold a special place in my 90s. heart as well. It's the dumpster part of my heart. <laughs> but, but the fucking point is that that Paul Dano apparently submerged himself in fucking Zodiac subculture and stuff like that for like fucking months on end. This sounds a lot to me like what fucking what's his name did with Joker, what Heath Ledger did with Joker. Oh, Jared Leto. Yeah, I no Heath oh, Ledger. No, Heath Ledger. no, no oh, fuck, yeah, yeah. fuck Leto. So so <laughs> it sounds a lot to me like what he did, uh, and I I hope he's able to you know unmethod himself in a way that you know Heath Ledger couldn't. But the point is that that. He's going for. I mean, it's it's it seems to be incredibly entrenched in like 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 Riddler is a serial killer. He's not mm -hmm. a Riddler. He's a fucking serial killer. So yeah, it's it seems super exciting. Uh, if there's one person that I think, ah, dude, and I don't even want to fucking say it because I, I feel like a shit heel for saying it, but I I fucking I I I have a problem with Selena Kyle on fucking film, like with Catwoman on film. I just I. Nobody, even, even... Michelle Pfeiffer was so hot. Yeah, oh. but that's it. She was hot. That was it. She was hot. I, I am Catwoman. Hear me roar. Rawr. You know, like... I love that movie. I, dude, I don't, I don't fucking mind it, but I just... I, I, it can be extra. I just, my issue is, like, Catwoman is, is... And, dude, I used to buy Catwoman comics, the DC comics, right? Like, I think it was... Um, yeah, definitely was Selena Kyle. I think so. But I was back when with Night's End and all that shit. And the Catwoman oh. that they wrote at that time was fucking fantastic, dude. That was before fucking um, 
uh, Birds of Prey and you know like her teaming yeah. up with fucking Huntress and shit like like they did her they did her good she was sexy femme fatale all that stuff but you know like she wasn't so I don't know it's like they they go too deep into the whole cat fucking you know like I like my cats and you know like it's uh, I don't know I, I'm not well, I'm not okay. articulating myself very well right I, now I, my I know issue exactly is, what you're yeah. talking about you're 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 talking about uh where they went with like the kind of like egyptian cat thing where she gets nine lives and she like actually has powers and they go heavy-handed with the sh with the camp and she can um, see that through the not, fucking cat's eyes and shit like yeah, bro that i can't is not, bro. that i can't not, that is not the case uh the catwoman year one where okay. she is roman one second dude i i i just wanna i think we're experiencing a little bit of an audio issue yeah so uh, i look for Okay, the, I don't know. The problem's on one of our sides because it's like it sounds like I'm talking to R2D2, which I don't mind, which is really cool. <laughs> I'm a huge fan, but yeah, um... <laughs> okay, you guys need to let us know. Uh, just let us know in chat who which one of us sounds um stinky. This is probably fucking Discord, bro. Discord is terrible. We have to stop using Discord. Speak to me again, speed man. Sound fine. It looks like me. That says Roman's not good. It says the full measure of your sound is fine. But then again, I'm the one that's actually putting it out onto the internet, so it could very well be me. But let's 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 go ahead and weather the storm. Uh, I mean, uh, even your video is is laggy, bro. Like something is something is kind of stinky. I'm refresh. Okay, hundred percent. All right, so um, guys, I mean, let us know how you feel. Um, I, I, I definitely think we're all a little bit like superhero hungry um, at the moment. Uh, when we looked at last year, um, or maybe the year before that, I think that we had some kind of like comic book fatigue because we were getting assaulted by Marvel movies and stuff like that. Plus the odd DC movie in the meanwhile as well. So um, it definitely, you know, it seems like... Um, we got like good stuff coming out right now and, and because marvel is i wouldn't say marvel's like in a low place right now but they're definitely spinning up for something of course we've got doctor strange 2 coming out and then you know the rest of the stuff for the rest of the year so um it, it this batman movie couldn't come at a better time i guess is what i'm trying to say and it's very fortuitous if you think about it because it was actually delayed into the slot where it is right now generally speaking as far as i know this is not a fantastic time to release movies if you're looking for like massive success um again i i speak and I, I suppose it also depends on where your market is and where you're trying to do that but um but yeah but that's batman i don't know when i'm actually going to be able to um to be able to see batman but uh because my issue is i think it's gonna be a while before it actually opens here i think it's like a week and a half or something like that um maybe it's a good idea for me to quickly check um if i type in batman copenhagen it wants to sell me like figurines which is just hilarious so um so yeah it seems like i'll be able to watch it after this weekend i don't know why there's a slight delay all of our cinemas and everything are 100 percent open again it's a little bit of a funky one but um but yeah now i spoke a little bit about Do uh, doctor strange 2 just now but of course the trailer the latest trailer for doctor strange 2 came at an awkward time because it literally 
you know they they premiered it i believe it was the night after we had had our podcast i think it was like the tuesday morning or some some shit like that so <laughs> this is interesting because um i it confirmed a lot of the stuff that we were talking about on the podcast more specifically um it really does seem like we'll be able to see the illuminati in the movie there's a lot of truth right now surrounding the tom cruise as uh tony stark or superior iron man rumor that seems to be a big thing uh professor xavier uh, will probably feature in the movie so it definitely seems like we'll be able to see the illuminati there and this this more than anything uh is the lead up to what will probably turn out to be some kind of a spin-off of house of m but like a reverse house of m um to what we saw in the comics so of course house of m in the comics reduced the amount of mutants whereas most likely what it's going to do now is it's going to actually make mutants be part of the universe is basically what i'm saying so um that's super exciting and that's also around the corner so it really does seems like now we're getting into the good place um with in terms of the movies and everything like that i don't know what's happening to my partner's internet i sure hope it's not me that's causing this but um yeah <coughs> other than that um is anybody thinking of picking up shadow warrior 3 uh the reviews for that has been you know have been coming in as well today uh i believe the official release is only tomorrow though so the first of march obviously so confession from my side i never actually played shadow warrior 1 or 2 um it was a game that was heavily recommended to me by people especially shadow warrior 2 because people kept telling me what you should do is um if you like a looter shooter kind of game which obviously i do i mean jesus i play a lot of destiny and outriders then you would probably like it because of the fact that it has um this well shadow warrior 2 had this looting concept where you could kill enemies and it would drop you know different grades of loot and everything like that and you can essentially farm loot um but i just never got around to it um and this was a big you know as time went by this is an issue for me because i kept on you know like putting it off going like okay cool but you know the next game that i play and i i own both i own shadow warrior one and two and the next game that i'm going to play is this the next game i'm going to play is this i just never ever ever actually fired it up now shadow warrior 3 is coming out tomorrow and what they've done is they've refocused the game a lot right it seems to be very much now like a, a just a sh like a like a arena shooter something like doom right and um it's got a much shorter playtime. apparently you can you know work your way through the entire game in like five to six hours and of course it's getting people you know kind of like having a problem with that um because how much time you know how much game time are you actually getting for your money but i've always said that a strong five to six hours i'll rather take any day before you know like week 10 or week 15 hours you know something like that but i i'll probably pick it up i i don't expect usually with things like this i go in like um like super low expectations and then it can only be better 
Uh, Ruta went amber, did a recycle, Uno Momento, Modem went down, doing a cycle. <laughs> um, guys, I just, you know, this is the technical issues, things like this happens. This is what happens when you do these live. It was, of course, a big consideration for us at the beginning when we thought whether we would actually just do these kinds of things. When, you know, me and Roman would spend a Sunday together, we'd do a podcast, we'd highly curate the, the talking points and then just put out like a video with you know stuff in it and trailers and things like that because then of course if you're not doing live then you can actually add a lot of stuff to it you know you can even tailor in music and things like that not that we couldn't do it now but the point is it's a lot easier to do that and specifically fix it to certain things but we ended up thinking the live concept would be better it's a good way to keep us on our toes as well and it often means that you can pivot with the comments and stuff but of course that means that um, these kinds of things can happen um, if it's not me throwing a fucking beer over a keyboard, <laughs> then, then it's this. I just, I have to say it's, it's, oh shit. I think we got our boy back. What's up, baby? <laughs> How'd you do? No, I, I don't know, dude. I, 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 I blacked out for like seven minutes. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I was explaining to them that, you know, me and you, we went through the, the mental exercise. Um, welcome back, by the way, uh, well, the you. mental exercise when we started you know courting the idea of doing this thing and we said you know do we want to do a live podcast or do we want to do something that's highly curated where we spend like a, a couple of hours together every once a week and we cut this fucking thing up and then we put in a lot of effects into it and we do this whole thing but you lose you lose you know that that it's not realness yeah, it's not it's realness is not the right word but you know what i'm saying like you lose that thing where you can go off on a tangent and i often find with the like when we did that one pre-recorded episode i i can't lie to you man like 15 minutes after we were done with that i was like ah oh, fuck i should have said that you know like like your head just inevitably does mm. that where i feel that when we do the live ones i don't get that feeling i don't get that feeling yeah i mean you know in the audience let us know you know i know for me, uh, w it was fortunate when we did the pre-recorded one. We did have a we did have a failure, so we were able to like edit it and fix it. Yes, but but there is an energy. Uh, it's funny when we because we, we talk a lot, you and I, uh, <laughs> and when when we're on our calls, uh, <laughs> we're just like laughing at like shit. This would be good content. <laughs> this is true, but it's it's also like the the thing is, I I feel like when when we record then we we get to cut out like 11 minutes of us just laughing like hyenas because it's, it's, it's just crazy <laughs> shit so so we definitely we we definitely could tail it in a little bit more you know like when we're doing it like this but um but just okay so just finishing off on our point because i don't want us to lose the very you know important train of thought when it comes to batman it's just yeah, I, I want to put a pin in it. Uh, yes. The Catwoman thing, where I finished off of. Yes. They are doing, from what I've heard and what I know, uh, they are doing strictly kind of Selena Kyle Batman Year One from that comic book line, which is it's very grounded. So uh, it's an excellent story. If you know the 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 Batman Year One comic, uh, you're going to be very excited. So uh, I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, there's going to be that, and it's her. You know. No, living on the streets knowing what's really going on in gotham and then also kind of looking into her own past where she comes from so it's going to be her origin story like that and it always dovetails with batman's origin story sure. and they're going to lean they're going to lean heavily into um 
detective stuff, which gets me super excited. Because that like never I, gets any fucking screen time, bro. Oh, never does. They kind of just say, hey, look, he's really smart, or here's Lucius Fox doing all the work for him. Yes. No. Yeah. This or like is some super show... some crazy supercomputer in the Batcave or some shit. Right. Right, right, right brother eye. But like they're gonna they're gonna really lean into, you know, how he how his process is and how he solves crimes and the gadgets that he uses and it's something that has never been really shown before on film. So it's got me super excited. And um, there are some people that are even going out in the reviews saying that uh, this it will be your favorite Batman. This will be your favorite Bruce wow. Wayne, Robert Pattinson. Yes. And it's almost like uh, sacrosanct to say that because of, you know, the untimely death of Heath Ledger and what the Dark Knight that film means to people yeah. because of so much that surrounded it. But there are so many critics going on that limb saying that this may be better i just doesn't it piss you off that we can't live in a world where where those two aren't compared to each other like let let the fucking like i feel it's so fucking weird that for one thing to survive or for one thing to be good it has to be better than something else that shit has always pissed me off because if forever you're gonna be compared because my my honest opinion is that and my wife and pretty much anybody that has fucking ears are tired to death of me fucking saying this but they will never be another fucking joker like heath ledger i don't give a fuck like that is the that is that is the best rendition of that character ever i don't care i don't care it's done like in my lifetime and after i'm dead who the fuck is right nobody knows but in my lifetime that is the best version of that character and whether that's through good writing yes uh, method acting yes a dedicated fucking actor who was told bro you did brokeback mountain you fucking suck you can't be you can't be joker and then said oh okay well you know what okay let me see let me let me let me see what i can do with this shit and knocked it out of the fucking park like the point is that you, you have to understand that when somebody plays a character so well that they then end up doing five years of comics mimicking that fucking character you know they're doing something right the bottom line is that that i i i choose to live in a world where these two things can stand independent of each other uh, and and that i can look at a movie like you know dark knight returns and go it's probably or the dark knight sorry and say it's probably my favorite batman movie right but i can look at a movie like this matt reeves's batman and say jesus christ that's a good batman yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, and I agree with you. Why why, why do we always have to compare things? But for some people, be, like, to, to, pay a tick, to pay a ticket to go to cinema, uh, you need a frame of reference. And people are using—we'll always compare to that when it comes to Batman because it's the pinnacle of, of, of the character on film— and so it gives them that frame of reference. People's frame of it, reference now, it, should be a fucking good movie. That's it. Their frame of reference should be like, like th this is this is my issue is that that and I'm 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 jaded by default with this because I read so many of these user reviews you and love something to like get into the comments. Yeah, I read a lot of like the Metacritic and open critic stuff, and and I do this, believe it or not, not because I'm a fucking masochist, but because. I feel that it gives me you you went on record the other day um, and you said that you're a student of people you mm -hmm. you you are an observer of people you you look at people you look at the way they react to situations and all that stuff um, and I certainly put myself in that camp but it's also because I choose to put myself in front of people mm -hmm. and I choose to 
illicit or, or i choose to do activities that have to make people want to watch me mm-hmm. i do youtube because i want views right i i don't do youtube because i'm like hey fuck i like getting filmed like i do youtube because i'm like i have something to say and i hope that it gets people to look at it and disagree with me or agree with me but have a conversation with me that's the fucking point and so I feel like looking at these comments and everything like that, it's almost like it's surrounding yourself with the people that you're trying to have a conversation with, right? And that shit is, it's tough. <laughs> it's yeah. tough when you, when you read some of this. And I'm not talking about the trolls and people that automatically score something zero just because they can. Because you can easily, you know, separate that chaff from the wheat easily. I'm talking about, you know, people that, that will say yeah but um what's a good example i uh for me the only batman ever is 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 um ben affleck and any other batman can you know automatically means it's a shit movie now i just want to say quickly just because i said heath ledger as joker is the best joker ever i didn't say any other Batman it doesn't movie take away ever. from your enjoyment Correct. from Mark Hamill Correct. and the I don't, animated I don't, things like I that. I don't now, if, if you were to bring, a, if you were to bring me a Batman movie tomorrow and said, bro, this has like another, like, like Jared Leto's fucking Joker. I'm not a fan, but, but it's not, it doesn't detract from, like, that doesn't make me go, oh, this is a fucking terrible movie. It's just, it's a portrayal of a character that I did not enjoy. No, but, the movie did that itself. Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's when you, when you get the whole stink packaged together you know then you're like okay wait what have i put my hands on but yeah. um yeah it's 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 always i mean i went off a little bit now on this whole fucking no like, no 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 no. i mean listen when i was a, i i look at that and i i relate it to uh some people's lack of faith in robert pattinson and will never let him live down the twilight being years, a sparky or, vampire yeah exactly right and 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 it's so similar because people may not we're old you and i but people don't remember that Everybody did the exact same thing about Michael Keaton. Uh, there's no way Mr. Yes. Mom can be Batman. You know, du- duplicity, and th- all that shit. He was a fucking comedy actor, and they were like, "Oh, hold on." Hold she touched my peppy, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I still think that's love one that of his movie. best movies ever. Bro. I love that movie duplicity so much. Is fucking dude. Awesome, I love that movie so much. But yes, and uh, you know, people haven't seen Good Time or you know all of his new movies that he's been coming out with. And, and, and there are people out here in these reviews that I have a whole thing. I mean, it's sitting on five perfect 100s just in the early first 30 reviews on Metacritic. Uh, and they're going out of their way to say that he is very much does the job. So I, I'm, I'm super excited. I'm excited for my kids that they're going to have at least a trilogy of Batman movies that they'll ha- that, that, that will be theirs. That's, a, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. A good way oh, to put dude. it. I, I look at it like that always generationally because mm. I'm not being written for anymore. They never will let Peter Parker grow up That's, and get married and be my Spider-Man. Oh, dude, now you're just but, you're hitting me right in the fucking feels, dude. Because that is so okay. true. That is like like there's no there's no Star Wars being made for us. Right. My kids are half Spanish, half white, and for them to see a half Spanish, half black, and that be their Spider-Man and Miles Morales, boy, that hit my heart watching yeah. them just geek out over yeah. this character so you know look i mean i'm, still, I'm still waiting for the afrikaans uh, like superhero <laughs> you know that, that comes from namibia fucking caveman or some shit bro like i don't know like you, you got farmer the mummy, man. man farmer man dude the <laughs> mummy you could have at least said charlie's drawn you fuck 
Well, she's South African. What isn't a <laughs> what? What? Forslur, Arnold Forslur. Yeah, he's yeah. also South African, dude. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, you fucked I, I, me. I apologize. <laughs> you should apologize to him, bro. Like, like, like. I, I'll, I'll be like, yeah, man. I'll take Arnold Forslur, dude. He was badass in that. Um, what was the fucking movie with him and John Claude Van Damme where he was the bad guy to the bounty hunter? You know what oh, I'm talking about. God. You know yeah, what's up. I, I've seen every John Claude Van Damme movie. There dude, I've is. seen him. I've seen him like fucking thirty times, dog. Um, oh. Dude, don't make me look for it. Um, I know I'd have Arnold to look for it too. Arnold dude, I just go Arnold Forslur. Uh Yeah, it says South African American actor. This fucking guy. Uh, oh, he sold you out. He's yeah. left the clan. Hard target, bro. Hard target. Hard dude, target's great. He, he, you know, do you know what makes Hard Target so good? How, wait, okay, let me ask you this. When last did you watch it? Five or six years ago, maybe okay. I went on a Van Damme riff. Okay, I think he's, it's I think it's on Netflix. He's like the now. South African Billy Zane. Okay, I think it's on Netflix right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know if that's an insult to Billy Zane or fucking I don't know, dude. Ever since I saw Billy Zane in fucking Shadow, directly after seeing him in fucking like um, Phantom, the Phantom. Is it? Oh, is it Phantom? I said yeah, Shadow. Shadow was Liam Neeson, I think. No Shadow. No Shadow was uh, was. Um, no, no, no. Shadow, Shadow was uh, one of the one of the fucking was... what's his name brothers. Um, Shadow was one of the Baldwin was... brothers, bro. Shadow was oh, one of yeah, the Baldwins. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're uh, right. Who... Phantom, Phantom, horse riding, purple suit wearing motherfucker. But that was shortly after his success with um, with uh, 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 the sinking ship Titanic. Titanic. But, yeah, but I mean, okay, fuck this. We're going off topic. Yeah, we're going here. on a tangent. The thing, the thing that makes Hard Target so good, and that you don't remember about Hard Target, is John Claude Van Damme plays a fucking Creole New Orleansian. Oh my god! And he speaks oh with that Remy gosh. LeBeau accent, bro. And when oh I gosh. watched it, I was like, you know what? Fuck anybody else. They should give him Gambit. They should give him Gambit, dude. He deserves it. And Ga I mean, I don't know if Gambit can split, but John Claude Van Damme can split. I'm just saying, dude. He when I watched Hard Target, I'm like, yeah, man, because Hard Target's got this really cool scene in them, like, you know, because basically Hard Target is these guys are like hobo hunting, essentially with crossbows and shit. They're chasing these guys through the like the Meadowlands, or whatever, and Louisiana swamps, <laughs> and. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm in for some, you know, hobo bounty hunting crossbow shit, whatever. And I'm like, what accent is he speaking? Oh shit, is he is he doing is he doing New Orleans? And it is so good, dude. It is so I, good. It is every I'm not doing it nearly enough justice. I need to watch. And here's how I tie all this together, all right? Batman and the Phantom and Billy Zane. Affleck was the bomb of Phantoms, yo. But uh, we're going to move on from all of this. You fucking bullshit. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now we got to go into video games. Our bread and butter. Video games. We, we, took Vidya. 40, we took an hour to get here, but we, we, we're, we're, we're ready for it. Let's go. We're ready for it. Um, all and, right. and apparently there's only one fucking video game to talk about. I did like a weird fucking like sad face segue into shadow warrior 3 fuck that noise there is only one game to talk about and it's the oldest of rings the fucking Elden oh. ring oh this game my friend i haven't had a dopamine hit for a video game like this in yes. a long ass time hmm. i dream about waking up 
and going to go play it again when i go hours without playing it i want to go back into my butt groove in this chair and play I'm it playing it right more. now in my mind i'm playing it yeah, right now it's, I, wait i rolled and i died but yeah. uh okay yeah uh, that seems right <laughs> that checks out it, it is so hard it is so rewarding it is unlike anything that I've experienced in a while. Uh, even this, this, this crushed Sekiro for me, and I, I rated that game as my favorite FromSoft game. It is hitting me so hard. I love it so much. I can't quite put a finger on it. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw some things at you. Give me your reaction. I'm gonna. This game came out in like right next to another big game. It came out right next to Horizon. All right. I don't Horizon. fucking do this. I just told I you to. I don't. I, I don't want to compare things. Oh, People fuck. need a frame of reference. Okay, okay, they're both video games. Listen, there's your frame of reference. But Horizon is sitting on an 88 on Metacritic. I give a fuck. Elden Ring is sitting at a 97. That's now, right. That's right, but, but gonna, and the gonna, previous I'm, fucking four fucking from software games are all been like sub fucking eighty games, whereas the previous Horizon was like a ninety fucking four. So this is scores. We shouldn't. But, but scores come from a place, right? And yes, I, this they come goes from back media. To, well, yes, and this goes back to what I was talking about earlier with the echo chamber, right? Sound design and score. What game do you think does it better? I, from what I've heard and seen in Horizon, I mean, that's a. I, I barely remember other than one dungeon or and the opening of the game. I mean, what music in Elden Ring is hitting me? None. So, I mean, what do you whoa, rate whoa, that? Whoa, 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 hold, really? The the, the fucking, music. The oh, the music in Elden Ring is not doing it for you. No, no, no. There there are parts that are super epic to me. I'm asking you the question. Between I haven't okay. played both games. Oh, I'm asking you. Okay, you fuck. You, you're setting me up here now. So here's yes, the thing. I'm setting here's the you thing. up. I'm, I'm, I'm setting gonna, you I'm, up. I'm, I'm gonna split it down. I'm gonna split it down the middle, right? Here's the thing. I think I think the fucking music and and especially the set piece music, like you just say, like, hey, I'm just checking out this dungeon, picking up some glove wood, yeah, bro, and then oh, fucking dra dragon comes out <laughs> and it's like the orchestra drops its nuts on your head and you're just like, okay, cool. Like, I don't think. I don't think many games do that well enough. That's that's point number one. But the the level at which Elden Ring does it, when the gravitas of a boss fight and a situation and everything like that comes on you, is on another level. And and, wait, and wait, I'm gonna capture that soundbite. You fuck! I'm already recording the whole thing, so I'm like, well, I, I will. Heard, I, heard I comes will, on you. I got excited. Sorry. I will destroy <laughs> all recorded media. Um, so, as much as I like and. Make no mistake, it's not like Guerrilla Studios didn't go out, um, and 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 I, it's it it makes me sad that this is the only game we're comparing it to. But fuck it, I'll 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 you know I'll ride in this boat. The point is that Horizon, it's not like they're no slouches in the music they're doing. But I mean, Elden Ring's on another level. But it's also because okay. because Elden Ring's music gets its game so well, whereas Horizon's music has a difficult place to find itself it's a post-apocalyptic mm. dinosaur riding fucking game so what music fits that you go Elden ring orchestra okay cool uh what kind of orchestra dark orchestra okay cool uh, uh, yeah done uh screaming angels and weird shit and every once in a while like a child talking back have you come across those sirens in the mountain that are just singing and then the, you, you they, know what you those are up. right you go up to them and then they turn around and they're like these like hideous like ladies it's, that it's remind fucking me bat of bitches like they, they yeah it's 
That's literally what it is. Wait, like, wait, time and, out, time and out. And they sit like out, this. Time out, time out, time out. You were like, you know what those are, right? I'm waiting for this like mythological name no, no, from no, history. No, no, and you no, go, no, fucking bat bitches, No, they yo. just, they sit like this. They sit like this and they'll sit with their backs to you and sing. And then when you go around the front, like, is this music coming from this thing's mouth? And then when you get around to the front, they just stop singing and like claw your eyes out. Yes. Like, and that's how, that, that, if... That that would be my user review for Elden Ring on Metacritic. Well, I climbed up that. a mountain. I put climbed, a pin in that. I climbed up a mountain, right? And I heard a beautiful hymn-like singing. And so I made my way towards what looked like a darkish area underneath some grove trees. And it seemed like there was a statue that was sitting erect. And this beautiful music was coming from this fucking statue. And I circled on the front and then it crawled out both my eyes and killed me. Yes. Dude, the game fucked me. Like, like took me for a, an asshole last night. I was running around with my oars trying to like figure out a way to jump into a specific area. And so I hear like, and I have it recorded. I have to show this to you. You're going to get a kick out of this. I hear like, oh, help me. I've fallen down. So I'm like, okay, this, this is obviously, this is obviously a monster that's fucking with me. It's, you know, it's like you go over there, it's like a plant or something. You're like, is it coming for, you know, like that shit, right? So, so I, a piranha I plant. yeah, so I like ride around and I'm like, okay, no, this, this, this is real. Now somebody's asking for my fucking help. Right. And, and I come and it's like this, this triangle area. That's like a lower area. It's dark underneath there. You can see that. And so I isolate the sound to that area. I ride around it the whole time. It's not coming from anywhere. I'm like, fuck, it's in there. So I stop, I get off the horse and I, and as I look down at it, like in the sound, you hear it coming out of the cave. And I'm like, okay, cool. This is a secret area. Let's go. And I jump in. You have died. You motherfucker. <laughs> I just want to, I'm such a child. Here was your description via hand signals. I went into the thing. Yes, it I was know. a triangle yes. thing. Yes. I went underneath, and yes. then I went in. Yes. <laughs> like this. And this was not a euphemism for anything, Robert. Okay, uh, it was for me. But right? I didn't dude, have all these kids by this, not having a one-track mind. This fucking game is what I'm trying to say. So, audio, audio, uh, music, hands down, Aldering wins it. Voice though, Horizon steals it, bro. You have you have some seriously meaty voice actors in that game. Who deliver silence is 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 ridiculously good as always i mean i mean why wouldn't he be um the voice acting i think i think horizon takes it though it just has it because the point is think about it this way in elden ring you're spending 40 60 70 hours running around hearing fucking stuff shriek at you and scream and everything and that sound design is good but the point is, when it comes to the actual spoken stuff, that's only like when you hit the bosses and things, right? Yeah. Um, and whereas at, I, the cutscenes in Horizon are where the story gets elevated and, and, and certain characters launch Reddick and then they carry the fucking game, bro. Yeah, I mean, uh, objectively speaking, I, I have been playing this game. I've been no-lifing it. I'm over 30 hours into the game. There's almost no story to speak of unless you are really trying to seek it's it out. It's from software, dude. It's from software. You, yeah, but you, it was you started from nothing a, and you're coming up like you're doing the thing. Just, just go along with me, though. It was billed as this George R. R. Martin written narrative story. Horizon has a deep story that people seem to love, all right? You have 
narrative, acting, uh, vocals, performance work. You have an almost uncomparable graphics engine. I mean, Elden Ring has beautiful scapes, but I mean, it looks like a, it could be, it could play on a PS4, it looks like. You know what I mean? Um, and it's it does, not just so. Right. Yeah. It's not like this like overwhelming, like next gen uh, thing, right? And Horizon's like peak engine, just beautiful game, good narrative, but gameplay is king like mm. all i do is play the ducktales theme song in my head when i play this game and it's like like the danger lurks behind you i'm just like there's a stranger out to find you it's like everywhere i that's look someone duck. is trying no that's ducktales what you do is grab onto some ducktales Woo! but like uh I, I when I and when I see you do that, you don't know no, my child brain goes fucking off. But anyway, but it's just like this experience of like oh, you're right. Everywhere you're right. I look, and 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 every boss fight to me is is a whole game, and mm -hmm. we'll get into why that is later. Yeah. But like, uh, it's just I can't explain it. It doesn't matter. Look, there's repercussions to 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 everything that you do in Elden Ring. It is a game that that rewards careful planning, rewards skillful play, but at the same time also rewards like thinking out of the box and fucking you know quick problem solving and being like quick reactions. And it's it's a game that hits both of those sides of the coin, which most games don't. Mm -mm. I'll give you an example. Horizon and you, I believe you saw me struggle <laughs> through some some arena in Horizon. And yeah, you fought all the dinosaurs. Yes, <laughs> all the dino riders came to town. But the point is that that even though even though I don't play um, Elden Ring in the way that I would engage iframes and perfect dodging and all of that stuff because i play a range character more specifically i play a mage character the point is that that i i'm you know cognizantly aware of that because the times that as a mage because because i play glass cannon i can only take one hit so i have to be acutely aware of the fact that that one fucking swipe from a tail or something like that can kill me but that i can also end their lives like this yes that's right but i mean Everyone at home, can are we are we doing this? Is this man actually trying to convince it's you? No, it's, it's not. It, can I tell you why it's hard being a mage in the game? <laughs> I, I no. mean, can I tell you the main reason why it's hard? Listen, every, don't insult our audience's intelligence. Anyone that's no, here who follows to. either I, of our two channels, that's they know that you and I are playing two very different video games, okay? That's right. That's I am right. playing I'm Elden in the business, Ring. I'm in you the business are playing of Hello pleasure. Kitty Island no. Adventure. I'm, right, in the business of, I'm in the business of pleasure. You're in the business of pain. The point <sighs> the point is with when it comes to when it comes to a game like this, I I with Elden Ring, you, the combat is you just said it right now. It's the combat is where the game shines. You, you mm -hmm. can you can talk about sound design you can talk about story you can talk about graphics you can talk about all that shit as much as you want but it's it, the game's fucking you know like it it comes from it's built up from combat it's built up from understanding dodging and when should you block when shouldn't you when should you parry when should you dodge forward when should you dodge back what are your iframes uh which skills are able to be pulled off fast enough before you get hit all that stuff and 
whether you are a, a player that plays you know fucking face to face with the enemy the whole time tanking hits or not tanking them but fucking trying to fucking land combos on enemy or whether you're trying to range the point is decision in this game and choice in combat matters it's king it's king now when you look at something like horizon which sells itself to be that and certainly gives you the options to have very meaningful combat the point is when you actually boil the systems down it's create distance shoot reload shoot where and there's no there's no life in in horizon where you live up close to an enemy Mm. doesn't matter how good you are because there are no dodge mechanics there's no iframes it's just aoe 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 don't be here don't be here don't be here that's the point the game dry the game goes yeah you can hit with the fucking stick but the point is you should be over there shooting that's the thing whereas alden ring and any from software game for that way because by the way Elden ring is only just an evolution of their formula it's i i don't believe i don't believe that Elden ring is this fucking new god that's arrived to the planet it isn't but it, it what it is though is it's it's the perfect evolution of their formula to the point where me as a person that is not a veteran of from software games and a fantastic supporter of those games feel that this game was made for me and that is a testament of what this game is able you know to do it's not for everybody it's not for everybody but this thing is is the most free form version of a choose your own adventure play this thing however you want and you're gonna bang your head against it but you're gonna learn to play better version of a game that i've ever seen in my life this reminds me of back in the day playing Ultima, dude. Oh my gosh, I remember that. The, the, the feels that I get for this game may have broken me, though. I, I'm very concerned at what my life will be after this. Um, because I enjoyed a game like a Sifu. It was challenging, but once you learn the rhythm of the game, you're pretty good. Um, there's a definite beat to Elden Ring when it comes to this. But man, when I complete a boss fight, it gives me this sense of accomplishment that I can only compare to completing a, a WoW raid from back in the day. Like, it takes everything I have. That's how they get you. It's it's Piston Honda raising his eyebrows and me knowing to dodge to the left, going all the way back to the Nintendo. All right, it's, it's that on steroids. And it's sure. like these epic boss battles where there's over 90 of them, all right, strewn throughout the world. Each one matters. Each one is unique and diverse the enough and challenging. you do them matters. All of that. It's, it's... All, everything matters. It's just, I don't know how I'm going to go forward in other video games and not get this sense of satisfaction. Just my re-brief time with Sekiro gave me a little bit of that where the games that I was playing after that just didn't have that 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 love i haven't played smite in two weeks because of this effing game okay yeah. like no i I, I, feel, I feel you i mean i i i have several i mean we we both have lost arc going on right what's that yes exactly i have fucking horizon that i have like i you know i want to build this and i want to do that everything and dude i i i freely admit it right now i didn't turn lost uh sorry uh, uh, fuck lost arc i didn't turn horizon on for a minute this weekend yeah and i haven't played kof since i got washed in that tournament because <laughs> of this game <laughs> and you know what though i don't regret it i don't regret it either uh, uh yeah 
And that's a, a, see, there's a difference there. Sometimes after spending a dirty, stinky weekend with a game, when you come ar- yes. and you're out on a Monday, you'll be like, "Fuck this shit!" Like I could have done, man. I could have gone out for burgers on Saturday. I could have, dude. The only thing I regret from this weekend is sleeping as fucking much as I did. Yeah, I went to bed at a decent hour this weekend. I'm a little upset about I, that. I did but not, but I'm, I'm still upset about that. I'm like, I did four hours, bitch. I could have done two. Is what I'm saying. Like, no, it's, it's, it, it, it is clearly a game that has obsessed me and grabbed me far more than I than I would have ever wanted to give it credit for, right? But I I understand what you're saying, and I I want to I want to attach a comment to what you're saying now. Like, what does this do for you down the line? Like, when 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 all this is done and dusted, and and let's be honest, I mean, there's still quite a bit of us to do in Elden Ring. I mean, this is at least oh another God, hundred, two hundred hours, whatever, something, whatever, whatever you want to do with the game. There's still a lot of time in there for it, right? The point is, yes, we will arrive at a time after Elden Ring. I think, if anything, what Elden Ring will do for me is is in in many ways the same way how i fired up demon souls remake on a whim because i didn't really know what to do and i was a little bit content dry and i was like let me do this people have been asking for this and if anything i can at least give myself an indication of what you know what it'll be like playing Elden ring down the line or something like that but more specifically what it would be like playing that in front of an audience Mm. and and I found myself enraptured by the game, right? And that's a fucking remake of a game that's like, I don't know how many fucking years old. The point is, Elden Ring will change things for us. It'll change what we think of in terms of an open world game. Because I'm sorry, but a Dying Light 2 and a Far Cry and shit like an Assassin's Creed can do, they need to step the fuck up. Oh, they're in trouble. This is the best open world game I've ever played. Dude, this is I, the open world game. Yeah, it's killed. Uh, I I learned that I didn't need an open world like The Witcher, where every village has thirty quests. Its gameplay is king. And no fuck quests. Fuck quests. There is a living world in this world. There are yes. little burned out villages. There are armies and fighting you can, monsters. You can actually find quests in this game, but you know what there happens? Are quests. You don't get a little pop up going. Go this to the villager. No, it's you speak to someone, and that person says, "Yeah, it'd be really nice to uh, get this fucking amulet from this fucking dude up in the mountain." You're like, oh, "Okay, fucking sweet, whatever." It's some passing conversation, and like six hours later, you ass scales that mountain. You're like. Hold on, this is the beggar from the and the guy goes, I have the helmet. Oh fuck, this is the guy. And then and all of that is unguided. There's no quest pop-up marker, nothing. There's no thing going, remember to buy the amulet, bitch. Like there's nothing like that. You don't no, buy the amulet, you never get this. Exactly. No, and, it's, and, and, it's, and, and and if you see a quest giver, it's up to you to mark put a marker on your on your map and remember. Fuck, you could murder that back. dude if you want to. I know. I, I, mur- I murdered uh, the war monster because I really liked his armor. Now I am the samurai king and clad in silver with my katanas. You should uh, go. You should go back there at night. What, his ghost just giving, you, just giving you a little bit of a, oh, oh, man. a little, a little something. You should yeah, go. An example I of believe, a quest. I believe. Okay, so I believe my man is streaming tonight, guys, and all of you. I am streaming go, tonight. You should go check my boy. He's gonna be clapping those cheeks in Elden Ring. 
but I'm just saying, open it up, open it up, and go. What, my go. cheeks or the game? Yeah, or both, the stream? Ba both, baby. You know, you, you know, we'll be opening those cheeks later. But here's the thing, though. I need you to go past the war dancer's hut. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying, just go pay your visit. You know, go pay your fucking respects. You Is murdered, he crossed with me? You murdered the motherfucking cold blood. Just go see what's up. Just go see what's up. <laughs> go at night and wear a fucking diaper. Oh boy. Yeah. So so yeah. An example of a quest in the world was I came across this woman. Uh, she said, hey, my dad is stuck in a guard post. Can you go in there? And I go up into the castle. I eviscerate everyone. I find this dude in there. He's the captain of the guard. And he's like, oh, you came across my daughter. Uh, I can't leave my post until my duty's done and my, my forces take back the castle. And then this is like the only time, like after talking to this guy, the knights weren't trying to violate every orifice in my body. So we work together <laughs> to fight all the monsters. I get to the end of the, of the, ah. the castle. <laughs> And I kill this. I kill a boss in there. I go back. He's gone, and I can't find the daughter. But I know that they're out there, and I have to just look for them in the immediate area. There's no one there to hold my hand yes. to tell me go back here and get did your you reward. I did later, like I, by, by accident, like four hours later. That's how most of the stuff happens in this game. Is like I'm running from. Oh Jesus, please don't kill me! And I fall down a cliff. Something like, hey, hey, he's this guy I was looking for. Like, what's up? Like. It's that the culmination of my time in gaming, and it doesn't insult my intelligence, and it pulls from many genres to uh, give me this gaming experience that uh, is very fulfilling to me. Uh, it cannot be fulfilling to you because you play a different game. You're playing Halo hold Kitty on, Island hold Adventure. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, before you start, you know, belittling my kitties, yeah? Like, <laughs> let me ask you something. Do you think, okay, and this is this is me trying to understand why this clicks so good and why it clicks good for me and you, but probably for a lot of people. Do you think it's the fact that the, the UI and the game systems are so sparse with reminding you of these things that you feel okay with just fucking struggling your ass off for eight hours to work your way into like a like a half a kilometer of dungeon and because there's nothing going like hey fuck face you could be getting these zoidoid credits by doing these side quests over here you like that you know you know what i'm saying it like, takes the it takes it out it takes at 100 it takes away from it um I can't it I've never experienced anything like this where every accomplishment is a feat and, it, and that in and of itself is the reward playing a video game is about playing a video game I agree. there's too much there's too much hand-holding in video games if I go into this beautifully crafted open world and you give me a billion mile markers along the way, all I'm going to do is look at the mile markers. I'm not going to look at the mountain. I'm not going to look at the vista. I'm not going to go inspect the village around the corner in hopes that there's a monster that can give me an OP summon. Like, I, Dude, I, I'm not going to climb the tower and then slowly turn in a half moon circle and fucking mark down areas where I want to go to. Like, yeah the, it's just the the fucking open world game of today has become a r fucking and i'll say it a retarded fucking idea of box the checking. views and comments of the full measure or that of the full measure and only the full measure separated at birth does not condone the comments that said below <laughs> oh, oh but we do though but here's the we thing do. here's the sorry thing. i had to put i had that's for our lawyers no 100 <laughs> yeah, percent. the the four of them that are waiting in the room outside the right. point the point <laughs> with the cops the point is the point is that that 
my my issue with this is that if anything this game has shown a light on how much of a box checking exercise open world games have become and it's not just open world games it's like these bigger games. games where yeah sure yeah all games content because fuller, like content fuller games yes hmm. yes god of war stands uh, separate because the combat was fun and the narrative was amazing mm, but no you see this is this is the thing not true though because here's the thing um, i like the story and i like the combat yes that's, that's yes me. yeah but god of war had those you gotta go over here and open this fucking box yeah. up so you can get this fucking thing that shit has to go it has it to go i agree but it can't go 100 <laughs> percent it can't go 100 percent sorry i was reading chat uh -huh. <laughs> but, uh, no 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 i i read chat and then i read you so i got you <laughs> It can't go away 100%, but it has to it do a it better job. I ha it, it has to. I believe, I believe, here's what I think what happens, right? I don't think it's immediate. It's not, it's not like a, it's not like a fucking instant thing because a lot of these fucking things are like, dude, Far Cry 9 is already being fucking worked on for, you know? The point is, a lot of these Assassin's Creed 69, you know, like, bro, the point is, like, it doesn't happen immediately, but this see the whole thing with with from software's games right and and their recipe has always been like yeah but you guys didn't get universal fucking acclaim you know mm. like you you have the fucking hardcore motherfuckers that love you but everybody else thinks it's dog shit the point is now now you have a must play title from from software and oh, that must to them, watch yeah and that to them is a big deal because you have their um let's say contemporaries if you want to put it that way although i wouldn't put them in the same fucking camp and again this guys this is all comments coming from a fucking from software layman i'm not uh, the two i'm not two the guy layman's. i'm not the fucking guy i'm not the fucking ds one two three bloodborne super god fucking played the game naked and fucking murked shit everything i'm not the guy the point is this thing changes stuff and 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 assassin's creed right which has been on a fucking like a straight down nosedive for the last bunch of fucking years. I don't give a fuck how much you liked Valhalla, all that stuff. The point is the games are stale as shit. They, they are. are. They are. Far like I don't even want to Far I don't know why I keep saying Far Cry. Fuck Far Cry. The point is that that these these open world games that recycle the same content and that make it seem cool for you to climb a fucking mountain to unlock a paint can fuck off. The shit is done. And the thing is Here's a game like Elden Ring, which is not only brutally difficult, because the point is this, the game is brutally hard, right? From the, you, you start the game, you walk down the hill and a dude on a horse beats your ass mercilessly. <laughs> like a Cherokee drum, bro. He just goes, bah, 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 it's done, right? The point is that the game is tough as fuck. But at the same time, it is open because it's going like, no, 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 but don't ride down the hill. Go fucking left. Go explore the beach. Go get eaten by a fucking giant crab. That's another thing you can do. <laughs> like, you don't have to get killed by this dude on a horse. There's crabs that want you. So it's just, I've spoken to at least three of my buddies, right, who are all shooter fans, right? Th these are the card boys. Who were like, dude, we see you carrying on about this Elden Ring shit, man. And it's like, and, and for a South African, Elden Ring is like almost a thousand bucks. So a thousand rand, it's a lot of money. 
so to give you an idea like um i don't know like back in the day my rent was like fucking eight thousand so it's 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 basically like 12 percent of your rent for a game wow and and these guys are going like man should we pick this shit up and i'm like i can't tell you that I can't tell you to fucking buy a game. I, I know how expensive these things are. It's fucking terrible. It's literally the same as going out drinking for like four days straight and eating to your heart's content is one fucking game. It's like stupid. But anyway, but I but I can tell you that this is the probably the most fun I've had with my clothes on for like a long time, right? And all three of these fucking dudes bought this shit and like made a group on WhatsApp. And have been assaulting me with shit the whole day. Bro, do you fucking see this? Like, look at this. I went into a cave and a giant, like, moth ate my face. And I'm like, yeah, dude, that's what happens. That's from software, bro. That's that's what they do. The moths eat you. Like, you, like whenever you see something nice, like it's a butterfly, it's a butterfly that'll kill you. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I found as I got older and I became older gamer, uh, I didn't want a challenge per se. If it was a narrative game, I'd play it on the easiest difficulty. You lying I just... fuck. But listen, let me follow me. It would make me want to just get through the game, you know, watch the, mo the movie game play out. Like, I'm do, talking do like I an Uncharted. Do I need to take my cap off and let Shiny McForestine come out here? Because <laughs> you, you are, you are lying. You love the challenge. In this game, it's hitting me different. I do love a challenge, but every game dog you always think about ways to make a game more challenging every single game that i've played with you like hold on is there a way for me to make this harder like what if i do this naked like is there a way for me to get stabbed in both eyeballs and then try to fucking do this like you well, always try to go ape shit with this bro well it looks like i'm playing this game naked and harder than you all right because all oh, no, we do 100%, 100%. guys is, is share video clips or like little experience things with one another on how our games are going and i'm just like guys i got I, guys full measure i got this i just did this boss fight i really think it's emblematic of the entire uh, that, was elden ring that was a good speech that was a good speech. elden ring experience i just want to show the people hey if you can get by this and do this uh, you're gonna really enjoy the game if this doesn't look like it's for you You probably aren't gonna do it. I made a YouTube video. I was gonna do a Roman reviews on it And he's like, okay, cool. Okay, cool. Uh, he sends me a clip five minutes later. He killed the same boss in a minute <laughs> I uninstalled Elden Ring there will be no stream tonight fucking carry on <laughs> well no it wasn't it wasn't exactly like that but it's pretty much it summed it up um i think i think i think this is the thing that that that, that probably endears me to Elden ring the most is the fact that someone who i enjoy talking about games with and who plays the same games as me and so whose opinion about those games i respect and 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 i don't just you know like like it's not like some fucking counter-strike player came and played this game this is trash bro this is trash fuck this game like it's not like that it's it's a, a contemporary who enjoys the same games as i do but views those games in a very different way and the way that that you approach this game is you you picked an aesthetic in the game that mm. you wanted to go for and you've done everything from your side to fit into that aesthetic while at the same time remembering how you played Sekiro 
going like, guys, I'm going for stylish parries and I want to do good fucking deflex. And, you know, like I, I want to I want to make it look like I'm this fucking samurai and I'm doing my thing. And and before they announced, dude, I was I announced that night on my stream. I had the yeah. screenshot up of, of the conf I think it was the confessor and the fucking samurai. And I was like, mm -hmm. dude, fucking Bloodborne, Sekiro, what's up? And you were like, what the fuck? And I knew you were going to play that class. And the point is, so that's where me and you are fundamentally different because I'm I'm by by all means a min maxer, and so what that means is I'm gonna try and find the way that I can overpower the game systems in the best way possible, and I'm going to maximize what I can do with that. Now, magic in this game in Elden Ring is fucked to death. <laughs> I'm just that's the best way I can put it. That's a slogan. I'll make a shirt. Like it's it's my magic is fucked <laughs> to death. Okay. Like and so what I what I did is I took the footage that you shared with me last night that you wanted to make the video of and I took the footage that I had made and I sent you and I made a little clip and I wanted to share that with you. And also with the audience, of course, as well. You bastard. Um, and so, and so, this will be a premiere of shorts, of shorts, um, of sorts. Uh, this video, shorts. this video will be on my channel later this week. But this is a special little gift to not only you because you feature in it because I love you very much, but also More to our burden. audience that comes to this podcast. So, without any further ado, I'm just going to go ahead and roll the tape, and you enjoy. have to guess which one is which by the way i guess you don't have to guess
His name is Head. Dick Head. <laughs> Sorry, but I, I I was trying to keep it together for so fucking long there, dog, but I <laughs> You're a bastard. I hate you. <laughs> I just, did you guys get Roman's fucking like teabagging that dude at the end there? Like you like you motherfucker. Like like okay, so 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 straight up, straight up. How many how many attempts? An hour and a half. <laughs> How many attempts? I don't want to hear fucking 90 minutes. How many attempts? I have no idea. <laughs> like 30? Oh, probably. 30? Nah, probably like 15. 15? Yeah. <sighs> Bro, that was that was like a one shot for me. <laughs> uh... <sighs> Dude, I'm crying right now. <laughs> but it's just... It's just like it's tongue in cheek. Bro, I work, I work, guys. You guys, I work so hard to memorize every action. And, this and guy I want to say before you say anything fucking else, like the dodge timing don't and everything like a, that. Don't give me a pat on the back and a no, participation award. No, no, because let me tell you something. Like that editing on that video took me fucking two and a half hours. And it took me two and a half hours because I was trying to match the fucking opera to good dodges from your side and good engagement from the enemy. And it was fucking flawless, right? Because if it wasn't flawless, you'd be fucking dead, right? Sure. Whereas with me, I just picked whichever random fucking like royalty free song I could get that had a beat. And I just tossed spells out to that beat. I mean, you got This is the beauty because we're playing the same game, but we're not. We're not, but like I get, I'm like, I beat this rat fuck. I, I, I captured it. I had to delete a capture that was five gigs because it was like too long, but just that capture, I got down to No, two. no, you know what's cute though is the one you sent me wasn't the full VOD. You had cut some. I cut and, some. And when I said, dude, send me the full VOD because I want to make a fucking video. Then you sent me, and I was like, hold on. There's like two more minutes of bullshit here. Like, what is this? <laughs> But I'm so proud of me killing this I'm guy. I'm proud of you too, man. I'm, go fuck yourself. I send you the video <laughs> clip and I'm just like, you got to see this. It's amazing. Look how flawless I am. And you're like, okay, cool. Hold my beer. <laughs> I think I sent you back a clip seven minutes later because I was like, I took your video and I was like, where's this boss? And I found him on the map, fucking rode there with my horse and like just obliterated him. <laughs> <sighs> This will be the final episode of the Separated at Birth podcast. I'm going to murder my co-host. <laughs> no, but I, mean, I always, I have one rule. If you're going to rip me, it better be funny. And that 
was funny, so it gets a pass. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, all jokes aside, I, it, it, it really does tie back to the point that we're trying to make about the game, and that is that that I am playing a vastly different game to what Roman is playing. And even, even, even that footage, for instance, that footage of him is several levels back. His gear has changed by now. His approach to fights has changed by now, all of that. Uh, and the same is true for me. The point is, we're both firing up the same game on Steam. Mm -hmm. But we're having such drastically different experiences with it. And yeah. that to me is... I mean, it's not a lot of games you can say that about, right? Not a lot of games. Uh, and the thing that I want to point out is that uh, even, even as geared as I am now, the way that I'm playing with a melee class, if I'm not flawless or if I'm not paying attention to the game, I cannot just face roll it. Yeah, the you game get, will you still get, you punish you. You get skill you. checked every fight. You get skill check. You can over level and get really strong, but you're still gonna get skill checked. And uh, how no, but long? I mean, that a one shot's a one shot, Roman. A one shot's a one shot. Yeah. That's, we spoke about that before, where where it's like sixty vigor versus twenty vigor is one shot, baby. It is what it is. And the difference between farming out forty points of fucking levels is huge in this game. Like, like it is. I don't know what level you are right now. I think uh, you're close to hundred, right? Yeah. Okay. One on one. Okay, 101. And I am 87 right now. And 87, if I'm not mistaken, is 48K a level. So I can yeah. only imagine what it's for you. It's got to be like in the 60s. It's 67K. Yeah. And so just to give you an idea, I, I created a... Uh, I'm not going to snap at this fucking bot in chat and accidentally spill beer all over my keyboard again. I'm just going to let it go. Um, <laughs> but... um to farm out even that method that i put out those little fucking dudes that you kill that means you have to kill 60 of those little bitches to get one level mm -hmm. so again it starts mattering a lot now i think it's a beautiful thing the game offers you a lot of ways to play uh we're both taking very different ways to play and still enjoying the game immensely uh it is it is great to share sit around the table and share this gaming experience with my buddy and uh, share this podcast and this platform with all of the people because, you know, I, we always try to let everybody know when we get around the table and we talk about the things that we like, we all realize that we were all separated at birth. Uh, this has been episode six of the podcast. I just really, really am grateful that we get to have this block of time, this window and this moment of existence together and with the people. Thank you so much for the chat. Thank you so much for everybody who's going to watch this later. Please remember, you can join the show by submitting your questions or comments using the Streamlabs link in the description of the video, and that is botting throughout the chat. And if you can't <laughs> support that way, you always can support the channel by uh, liking the video, subscribing to the channel, sharing it with a buddy, and uh, commenting after the fact. Uh, I don't know what you're giggling about, but send us home, Big Daddy. Send us home. Oh, no, I, it's a random thought that went in my head. But uh, what's not a random thought is the absolute, um, you know, adoration and thanks that I have for everybody that's watched this podcast with us. Um, and that goes out to you as well, my friend. You are such a fucking absolute fucking joy to do this with. And I have so much fun with you. And I want to thank you for being such a good sport and for just, you know, fucking kicking it with me, dude. It means a lot to me. Um, it's 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 doubly blessing to be able to not only enjoy this medium, but to also be able to discuss it with people. But 
on that note i want everybody in this chat and you to have a fantastic week i'm sure we're going to talk a little bit later after this i think i might take a little bit of a roasting after i'm gonna kick your ass <laughs> <laughs> but i fucking want all of you to have a fantastic week of course catch uh rome's stream later tonight when he is getting some elden rang and of course tomorrow is anything goes at uh, the full measures shopper horrors so definitely come show in for that but more than anything even if you don't make it to any of that have yourselves a fantastic weekend or oh, not weekend jesus i wish right week and then weekend but um don't take it too serious work comes and goes but good times fucking stay take care of yourselves and see stay you soon. safe everyone